All right, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to a, another episode of Take Time Out with Trey Mosley. I am Trey Mosley, and today I have a young man who uh, he's about that VO life in more ways than one, and, and you'll discover what I'm, I'm talking about. Um, he's been in VO now a uh, little over a decade. Um, if you listen to the Today Show, you may hear him quite often. Um, he is also a, a, a hated rival because I am a fan of the University of Miami Hurricanes and he is uh, NC State Wolfpack. Well, he went there. So, you know, it, you see all that nonsense going on. But anyway, um, my good friend Donovan Cornitz joins the show today. How's it going? It's going, man. It's going. Um, Thanks for having me, Trey. This is awesome. No, nah, man. I appreciate you uh, taking time out. So. Let's get into a couple of things. One, um, the VO life. You know, for those who know who you are, we already know that you're an accomplished uh, voice actor. But if you look behind him and the shirt he's wearing, nice plug, uh, he's wearing apparel that he has created himself. What are you, uh, what are you talking about? I don't know. What you're, what you're <laughs> about. <laughs> I actually have, I got the scully. And, um, He's created a uh, clothing apparel for voice actors and those who may support uh, voice actors called VO Life. So what prompted you to get into not only uh, being in voiceover, but, you know, I think I want to start a clothing apparel company yeah. for voice actors. Yeah, man. Uh, good question. Really quick. Real quick note, I know you said a little over a decade. I'm 18 years in. Man. Oh, almost. That. Okay. Yeah, man. I realized two that. decades. Yeah, almost. man. I started in 05. And like just you saying that trick, I'm like, wow, decade? Wait a minute. I'm almost 20 in. So, yeah, man. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to uh, make that note. But yeah, um, I kind of I had the idea actually about maybe 10, 12 years ago originally to have like a clothing line um, dedicated to voiceover, but I just didn't have the means, the resources, or even the know-how to even think about making it a reality. And then uh, in 2018 uh, is when I launched the brand. And really it came from realizing that there was no kind of, there wasn't a unifying like theme or identity for folks that do what we do, right? Um, you know how it is. And anybody else that does voiceover on any, almost any level will know. You, people ask, what do you do? You say, I do voiceover. They're like, oh, voiceover. What's that? Right? So it's almost like this, people don't even know it exists type of thing. And of course, it's gaining popularity. But even within the community, there wasn't like a unifying statement or anything. And so VO Life and the hashtag VO Life logo <clears throat> came from um, a lot of the posts that I would put on. I don't think I was the very first one to ever do it, but I kind of from what I saw was one of the first people to use it very uh, regularly, hashtag VO life on everything. Um, and it started to kind of gain some traction. And so I said, you know what? I do want it to be about VO life um, because there's no other life like it. And um, yeah, so that's really all, that was the motivation. I said, you know what? I want something where we can wear something out in public or with colleagues and there's an immediate acknowledgement. Like ah, almost like, you know, you have that Raiders on. If you saw somebody with a Raiders hat, immediately you're gonna say, hey, go Raiders or whatever, right? Um, if I see someone that has NC State gear, we're gonna throw up the wolf sign and they're gonna, it's an immediate camaraderie. So that's really what the the motivation behind it was. Um, 
yeah, I just wanted something where people could see it and say, hey, okay, oh, what's that about? It also helps in networking, man. Like people, if you're you're at a some sort of event and you know maybe you're a little bit shy about you know talking to folks, they see your shirt. Oh, what's what's Viola? What's that about? What's, what's going on with that? And you can say, oh, mm-hmm. right. And it's kind of an icebreaker. And people have told me all the time at conferences or any kind of networking meetups, it's helped as a as an icebreaker um, to get a conversation started. So yeah, that's. That's kind of what I what I did, and like I said, started back in 2018. It's been uh, amazing the support it's gotten since then. Very cool, cause yeah, I um, now that it's starting to get a little chilly out here in, in the desert, um, I, I wear an assortment of hats and 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 skull caps and whatnot. Right. So I'll be I'll be rocking mine once again. Um, voiceover for you was it always? So on, on the road of life, was, was voiceover on the path or did you see a fork in the road and go, what's that over there? Oh, yeah. It was a massive fork in the road. My original plan was to be a chiropractor. Um, I was a biology major. Um, I transferred to NC State as a bio major. That was my plan. I wanted to be I wanted to be a chiropractor. I wanted to be a doctor, but didn't want to deal with blood. So that was <laughs> that was my whole motivation. I mean, and that's from grade school. I did internships. In high school at chiropractor's offices, I learned how to develop x-rays and do exams. Wow. I was a total science nerd. Um, and that's that was my plan. That was my life plan. And uh, I got to NC State and I had been hearing from folks for so many years. Hey, you should do radio. You had a great voice for radio. You should try radio. Have you ever thought about radio? And I said, like, you know what? I'm here. They got a student run radio station. 88.1 WKNC, shout out. Um, and so I said, what the heck? I went, I literally went there just to check it out and see if it was even possible. Mm-hmm. And in the elevator, I met a guy who had his own hip hop show and nice. kind of hit it off. And I ended up being his co-host. And um, we did this show for a few years together. And we used to do these spoof commercials, just like comedy, silly stuff. Just doing bits. Uh, yeah, yeah, just doing little bits, but yeah. I kind of fell in love with the process. I mean, this is fun. You know, we would record it, we put music beds on it, and we were using a two-track system. Like, we were, when wow. I tell you, like, we were putting whole things together with two tracks of, like, do it this way, then export it, then put it back in, then put another layer, then export it. I remember it. those like, days, yeah. So that's how we had to do it, because, you know, we couldn't afford any big software anyway. Sure. Um, and I kind of liked the process. I was like, this is fun, you know? And I had uh, a professor there that did voiceover on the side and he kind of brought it up in class kind of casually and I was like hmm. oh so wait that's kind of like what we've been doing okay and I talked to him about it and he said well if you're serious you got you know you have a demo do you have this now this is probably like a 2004 and I had no idea what a demo was not a clue at least not for voiceover anyway mm-hmm. and um he said, yeah, you got you to gotta put together a demo. I was like, all right, great. I'll have one to you tomorrow. Like, I had no idea. <laughs> um, yeah, like, no clue. And so, Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I'll do it. And so he just said, you know, some clips of, of your work. So I literally put together um, a demo. It was like three minutes long. I, wow. I had no clue what I was doing. Three minutes long of me self-producing, self-writing. I think it was like three or four spots that were all full-length spots. And I play, yeah, I had no clue. And so I gave it to him and I tell this story often. He told me uh, the next, the, you know, the day after I gave it to him, he said, hey, uh, I listened to your demo. Would you like honesty or do you want me to sugarcoat it? And I was like, well, 
I know that ain't good. Go on and give it to me straight. I said, no, man, I need honesty. Uh, that's the only way I'm going to learn. He said, well, this is probably the worst demo I've ever heard in my life. Wow. I said, okay. Uh, all right. Well, what, what next? And right. uh, he said, well, here's the issue. It's not that you don't have any talent or any skill. He's like, you know, obviously you have a great voice. You just don't know what the hell you're doing. Um, he said, so here's what you need to do. Research it, books, whatever, online. And that was it, man. Once I got a, a taste of that, I mean, I was doing stuff for the school for free. And um, it was always kind of like a, you know, one day it would be cool. I didn't even know you could do it as a full-time job. I really mm -hmm. thought it was like, oh, yeah, just some cool stuff. I didn't even realize people were getting paid serious money for it. I just thought it was like, oh, here's 20 bucks, do our voicemail. Like, I had no clue. But after researching it and being in it for a while, it ended up becoming uh, just a labor of love. And it became an ultimate goal. And then in 2010, I got laid off from a job that I had as a sound designer at a video game studio hmm. um, and had a six month old <laughs> baby and everyone was on my insurance. And it was like, what you gonna do, man? Yeah. And uh, I told my wife, I said, give me uh, give me 60 days, try to make this side hustle my main hustle. And she said, all right, you got two months. And that's history. I've been doing it full time since spring of uh, 2010 after uh, after getting laid off. So that's that's, that's the story, man. Shout out to mama for giving you. Hey, you look, know. man, I'll tell you, you right now in front of God and country from every mountaintop, I couldn't have done it without the support of my wife. Um, she was so instrumental in uh, encouraging me and helping me out um, when I couldn't afford to go to networking things at conferences. I was using her airline miles because she traveled for her job back then. Bruh. So she gave me rental car point she gave me airline miles oh, yeah, oh yeah man and she she understood and she saw that i was putting the work i wasn't just you know i'm gonna hurt to death mm -hmm. and um she saw i was putting the work in um i mean i was putting in like 13 to 16 hour days just at a computer networking reaching out cold calling all while watching a six-month-old baby <laughs> couldn't afford a uh, uh, daycare anymore without right. both of our incomes and so that's what I did, man. So like anyone that asks me about voiceover and I tell them about the grind that it takes because there wasn't all these pay to plays and all of these different venues. Right. Right. Um, I, I don't I don't take I don't want to hear any excuses, man. Like I did it from a computer for hours upon hours a day while watching an infant and and putting it all together. So, yeah, man, that's that's kind of that's kind of how it, it grew, man. You know, I'm glad you you touched on that, and and shout out to 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 uh to spouses that truly support. Cause trust me, absolutely, I, I've been in that, that boat where I'm sitting here like, mm, bills are gonna do. And, yeah, <laughs> you know, my wife told me she's like, look, I got us until we don't. So <clears throat> use that time if this is gonna be your thing, go do it. Same, so, bro, um, same. You know what I'm saying? Um. Uh, this is what I hate getting old because now I forgot my question. Oh, so <laughs> and with that, um, how do you balance work life and family life? Because what we do, you know, you in your booth and me and in, in here in, in the in the home studio. I mean, we both have home studios. You got a booth. My point is, if you're in there. 8, 10, 12 hours a day. Um, and then by the time you're done, 
maybe wife is just getting home, kids are just getting home from school, and you've been doing this all day, and your son might want to go and hoop, and you like, bro, <laughs> now you want to go hoop, dude? This, yeah. like, how how do you how do you 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 manage it all? Well, I'll be honest with you, it has been a process, and I won't even lie and say I, I still don't have it one hundred percent figured out. Um, but what I will say is since I want to say about 2018 ish, I've been sole provider. My wife hasn't had to, to work. It, it, you know, nice. it took off to a point where she didn't have to. Um, so that has been amazing. She pretty much handles the finances for the business. So we both work from home. Um, she kind of works for me technically. Um, uh, but when it comes to with like the kids and stuff, and now, you know, my, my sons are, are definitely, they're 14 and 11 now. And very cognizant, they're involved in extracurricular things with music and what have you. And so it's tough, man, because it, it's almost, what's that word? It's almost, it's weirder because I'm home, but I'm not available. So, you know, sometimes it's like they're upstairs and my, my studio is down in the basement and it's like, daddy's home, but daddy's at work. Right. You know what I mean? And so I really had to over the course literally of years of trial and error and just cold turkey sometimes. I just have to force it. Like I'll be honest with you, that you know how it is, man. There's always an audition you can be doing. There's yeah. always the marketing that you could be doing. You could there's always something you could find some work to do. <clears throat> and uh but the kids are gonna be what's gonna be there when every single client that I have now has moved on to somebody else. Right. And so the family had to become like the priority. Now, of course, I need, <coughs> excuse me, I need BO um, to support the family. Right. It's, it's how I, I earn a living. Sure. But what am I earning it for if I'm not around those that, that depend on me and that love me? So um, it really has been like dedicated times, hours. And look, we're both involved heavily in promo. Um, and promo is a very like on demand right now kind of genre. Right. And I mean, I've had to do things like leave a date night or adjust a date night or leave dinner or leave something or record on the side of the road or record on vacation. But you know, the family knows, <laughs> yeah. the family knows that that's part of the gig, but there's also times where I just, I refuse to be available. I'm unplugged. Don't call me unless there's like, Hey, you know, so-and-so needs you right now and it pays this much. Okay. We'll, we'll figure something out. Um, because I know the people that hire me, that work with me, they're going to take their time with their family. So I feel like I have the right to do the same. So there are some times where I'm just, I'm just not available. The mic gets cut off yeah. with homework. Like you said, I'm outside hooping with the kids or going to see them, at, you know, play in the band at a game or I'm here or I'm there. And what made it even tougher is during the pandemic of 2020, I started coaching in promo and commercial, right? Mm -hmm. I got so many inquiries about it. And so I do that after my work days, starting yeah. at 5.30. And that got, it took off so crazy that I was, every day I was, I was booked up. So I wasn't seeing my kids until you know, seven o'clock, almost quarter to seven, seven o'clock. I took night. a hiatus from it. I was that same thing. Um, Clubhouse. <laughs> I blame it all on Clubhouse. <laughs> I got on and, and started talking, and all of a sudden the emails was like, "Can you coach? Can you coach? Can you coach?" I'm like, "Ah!" And I I now do it very sporadically um, for folks because and 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 you can attest to this. You'll get people that say, "Hey, I want to do what you do," and then you say, "Okay, if you want to do that, 
hear the first steps and then poof, you don't yeah, hear from them. You don't hear anything. And I got tired of, of, of having people, hey man, I want to do voiceover. Hey, I want to do VO. And then <clears throat> you, um, you know, tell them what they need to do and they, and they disappear. Um, for those of you, and we're going to take a quick moment. Uh, if you haven't heard the, uh, the dulcet tones of Mr. Donovan Cornets. We're going to play a little bit right now. NBA League Pass, you can stay connected to the game you love, wherever you are. Little Richard, I Am Everything. Labor Day on CNN. Live on ESPN Plus Pay-Per-View. Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz. This is the most explosive fight of the year. All hail the queen. Season one premiere of All the Queen's Men, now on VH1. When the only option is to win, you win. Hit the lab in Madden Ultimate Team, then dominate with precision. Next on the Miss Pat Show, has Pat found Mr. Right for Janelle? Trey, even his name is nerdy. Exactly. Nerds don't get you pregnant. Or Mr. Right Now. The story is about many people. America's Hidden Stories, The Black Wild West, premieres next Monday at 9, part of Smithsonian Channel's Celebration of Black History Month. It's all on the WWL-TV app. Breaking news. We're following breaking news out of Jefferson Parish. Local weather. We are expecting an active weather day, so make certain that you are weather aware. Original stories. Yeah, so it's a little little something, something. That's a little something. I'm going to some today's show clips, uh, too, but, but yeah, um, that's been... Uh, it's been a wild ride, man. So in this almost 20 year career, which is crazy it, to hear you say that out loud. Dude, I'm 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 at 15 and I'm like, I am? So I'm I'm right behind you. Um seeing the longevity in our careers, uh does it ever seem weird to hear yourself? It, you know, that's funny. It's I never, you never get used to it. Like it's still cool. Like I have, um, I have a national radio campaign for bouncy paper towels where I'm on a spot with um, T Pain and his song "Buy You a Drink," wow. and I hear the song come on. I'm like, is it the real song? <laughs> oh, is it's, it? It's my commercial. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I hear it, and it really still, it still gives me chills. I still am like, oh my gosh, that's me. Um, and being the voice of like today's show since 2020. I'll see it come on NBC or wherever. And it still is like, Hey, that's me, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think what's really important is to not lose that, right. To not lose that kind of enthusiasm um, and that kind of glee of, of hearing mm-hmm. the fruits of your labor, because it kind of helps you stay hungry. You know what I mean? Instead of it being like, ah, oh, yeah, that's me again. Yeah. I was just a check, you know, eh, whatever. How does um, the family react to it? Yeah, it's still great. You know, speaking of like uh, supportive spouses, you know, my wife is like, yeah, that's my, that's my baby, you know. Um, and, so it's uh, not just me. Okay, I don't feel alone now. The kids think it's so it's so cool. I'm going to tell you what, man. I'm almost always like the coolest guy at career day at my kid's school. <laughs> almost. I get a bit, yeah, man, almost. And I mean, when you can get like fifth, sixth, seventh graders to like pay attention to eighth graders to stop talking and pay attention to you, um and like they give me a, a round of applause and one oh, wow. of one wanted like autographs which is really strange but the only time 
There's been a couple of times I got beat out and I had no argument. Once there's a guy from the NFL. One of the students, his cousin played in the NFL. I was like, yeah, what are you going to do against that? And then somebody yeah. worked with uh, like with Tyler Perry um, and had like pictures and stuff showing that they knew Tyler Perry. So that those are two times I got beat out. But, you know, I, I can I can take that. Um, but no, it's it's always great. The kids are really proud. They, they're they're It's some of the where they're saying, like, you know, yeah, that's my dad kind of thing. And that that never gets old. That is yeah. that is always cool. And I've helped my kids get a couple of bookings. Um, of their own through auditions. So, um, oh, yeah, family it's, it's business, huh? It's definitely awesome, man. It is, cool. there's no denying it. So, are they? I know you said that they're involved in other things and they've booked a couple of things. Um, are they looking to pursue it even further? It's just like, ah, eh, it's a one off here, one off there. Yeah, I think at this point, like, look, I know there's some of our colleagues that have kids that are like in it. You know what I mean? Like, they're yeah. in, they're booking, they're like demos and websites and, and I think that's awesome. It really is. That is not, those are not my kids. I mean, to the point where I try to like coach them all and I try to <laughs> through it, you know, and it's like, can't, just let me do it, dad. Like they don't, you know, I'm just dad, you know, they don't, yeah. they don't believe that I, I know what I'm talking about. And so <laughs> yeah, they don't really care about mm-hmm. it, it right now, but you know, they're involved in, in music and my younger ones involved in sports and music and, and, and things of that nature. So, you know what? i I'm not going to force anything on them. If the the bug, you know, if it bites them at some point in their in their life and they want to try to pursue it even further, I'm here. But then the trick is, it's like when because they're at school, then they get back, they got homework or they got band practice or they got this or they got that and it's homeworks and studying. It's like, well, when the hell am I going to have a chance? And then the weekends, like, I don't want to look I don't want to look at this microphone on the weekends. I'm I look at it all day, every day. So, like, I, I, I like having time away from the booth. So I, I literally have talked to my wife about like, when would I work with them? Like <laughs> when we have time, it's why I saw something the, uh, the other day where a Fio colleague literally had to drive to school, snatch her kid out <laughs> on lunch break or something to oh, do bro, a bro. session and yeah, take them back to school. I'm like, I don't know if I could do that all the time. No, I, I, don't, I definitely don't want to do that. That's why I kind of, you know, every now and then the agents will send me something like, hey, you got kids, right? Like, hey, you, would you mind having them? And, you know, I'll read it in between, but I will never put some VO booking over like homework. I'll never put it over studying for a test. I will never put it over grades. Um, I'm, we're very much like education first because, um, you know, everything I had that had to do with voiceover, I got while my while I had my time at at, at, uh, right. at college and I graduated with honors. Um, yeah, we don't we don't play that around here. So it's it's school first. I would imagine so being, you know, uh, such a uh, studious guy as yourself, you know, chiropractic. <laughs> but yeah, then he didn't want to be around blood. What What is that about? Hey, look, I'm going to tell you how much of a nerd I was in high school. I was in the astronomy club because my high school actually had. Uh, a planetarium in the school and I worked in the planetarium like showing constellations and stuff and I got trained on how to use an electron microscope while I was in high school by like this doctor at IBM like that's how much I was in like this is going to be my life science research (sighs) who knew radio station (laughs) change everything right and uh but no I have no regrets man this there's 
I've had incredible opportunities and I've met and worked with some incredible people because of this um, career path. And I've been able to do things for myself and for my family. I would have never, never thought possible. You know what I mean? And growing up. So I got no regrets, man. VO life all the way. First of all, um, shout out to whatever this immaculate school you went to that had an astro- I love <laughs> astronomy. Um, <laughs> back in Miami, we we had Free Academy, NFA, Newburgh, New York, baby. The, we we had um, I can't think of the place now, but it's a it's it's a uh, planetarium, mm-hmm. and um, we take field trips to it. But we yeah. didn't have one in the school because I I love to sit and and look at um, the constellations and like oh that's serious the dog star and and there's Orion's belt and my friends yeah, and they're yeah. like bro what you talking about like y'all don't see that we used to have like elementary school kids would have field trips to the high school and they would come in and we would do like a little Christmas program and the winter sky versus the summer sky and constellations and yeah man we used to do all of that stuff super super nerd. I was a super nerd. So I had to run track just to, to, to <laughs> get some cool points. Cool. Yeah, get some cool points. I had to run track. Uh, my mom wouldn't let me play football. Um, so, yeah, I had to run track so that I could at least get some cool points. But, um, yeah, man, I talk about a departure. You're talking about a fork in the road. Yeah, it was a humongous fork, knife, and spoon in the road. I'm trying to tell you. Um, <laughs> so what would you say to date? And it's two parts. So coolest gig you've done thus far and gig that you haven't done, but if the call comes, you like, I'm your guy. Man, that's tough. <sighs> coolest gig. That's I've had a lot of amazing gigs, man. All right. I'll, I'll say like maybe. So I'll do it based on like impact. All right. Okay. So. There's been a there's there's a couple that I'll have to put in there. Number one, which was kind of my breakout spot for for promo and being involved with networks, and that was booking, um, being the announcer and the voice of Justin Bieber's roast on Comedy Central. Ah, right. And so booking that, I was actually the in show voice, and I did promos for it, and I did uh, like the the opens and closes and the bumps in between yeah. commercial breaks. I did all that stuff. And so when they did the actual show, they used my pre-recorded voice to like introduce Kevin Hart, who was the host of it, and to introduce Justin Bieber. So that was amazing. And I'll tell you why. Not just because it was my first like official union uh, credit, but I was in LA for a conference and they needed some re-records. Mm-hmm. And some some things had changed with guests and what have you. And so they were like, we need you to come to the studio right now. So they booked me in a studio in Hollywood, like with the, like on the lots, right? Where you go oh, in okay. and a little yeah. thing goes up and they got like the, the studio, the sound stages. And so I went into this studio and I, I being, first of all, just being there was like, I'm in Hollywood, like recording voices. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you what made it the coolest thing ever. The booth, like if you, you know, you've been in certain studios, mm-hmm. right? We have the booth, you have the, the, the engineers here and you got like the glass, right? Well, the yeah. glass in this booth was an aquarium with wow. actual live fish. And yeah. I had never even heard of no crap like that. And I'm <laughs> and I'm trying to remember what the name of the studios was, but it was like something Hollywood Studios. Anyway, I'm in there and I'm like, 
that's a fish tank <laughs> <laughs> separating me from this. So you're looking at the guys like, all right, you know, we're going to go here. All right, we're good. Sound check. And meanwhile, like, this fish. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you're, like, this is my booth here. Just a, yeah. a full on aquarium with the bubbles and everything. And it was still silent. So that's why that gig was cool. And it opened up so many opportunities for me being a tech. Cause it was a very popular show. Yeah. Um, so that, that was first of all. Now the other one would be, I had a character, um, in a walking dead video game a dlc called 400 days and um clive was the name of the the character I played. and it wasn't a huge part i literally had like eight lines so you know it's not like something i could go to a con no one would care who i was but <laughs> being a part of the game actually had like random people from like germany wanting an autographed eight by ten glossy um so of i got requests of both, you of the character well they they asked for me but i was like mm-hmm. so i sent them the characters i actually got a picture of the character printed it out went to walmart and got like 30 of them printed out <laughs> on eight by ten glossy and i signed them and put their name and i mean they were so excited and they would send me pictures of it on their wall um of them like opening it i mean it was surreal and so that, that was crazy. really really cool and you start to see the reach that's uh that's possible mm-hmm. with what we do you know and like I, I did that here you know it's just me in a, in a padded room talking to myself and you know some kid in in germany or wherever and i had some people in africa and italy and canada and they wanted my autograph because of eight lines i you know i'm not dave for and he's like the main character in the whole game you know, right, right. But so that those two stand out as being uh, like really cool just because of the impact that it had on me and other people. Now, mm-hmm. being the voice of today's show is super cool. So let me, <laughs> let me just put that out there. Now, as far as the, the phone call, I get anything to do with Pixar. You know, I think that's pretty standard. I, I, I would love to be part of a feature film. Um, I would like to be a, a recurring character on some kind of animated show. I think that would be cool. Or be like the the narrator of a a series of shows, Wonder Years esque. Um, I would definitely take that call. It used to be movie trailers, but I've done a couple of movie trailers, which was really really great. So I can kind of check that off the VO bucket list. So yeah, I, I got to put recurring character on a cartoon, show narrator on a consistent basis, and anything that's a feature film would would be really really cool. Man, you know, we 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 parallel so much um, because I, I, at least for me to, and I'll answer my own question. Uh, cool what about gig. you, Trey? What about you? <laughs> Coolest gig to date. Um, I would I would probably start with with Matt. I was going to um, say the DJ, man. Yeah. You know, from starting out as just the DJ in the game to now. You know, I'm I'm doing the the uh, the screen. You know, when you first so like if you you're like the tutorial and all yeah, that. I'm doing the tutorials. Uh, if it's your first time playing Madden, I'm the first person you hear. Hey, we got a newbie. Welcome to Madden 24. And if it's somebody you know coming back, hey, you've been here before. Welcome back. And so doing that, you know, doing the uh, accessibility screen. And, right. and just going from one character to now being in the game. And then last season, uh, when Coach Madden passed away, 
they asked me to do a, a narration in game and they know that I do uh, stuff here in town for these people here for the Raiders. So um, they have an end game called the legacy game. And then you get to halftime and the announcer goes, and now we have a special uh, halftime narration by the Raiders own Trey Mosley. Wow. First of all, I didn't know that was going to be in the game. Yeah. Um, one of the <laughs> no, producers cool. was on Twitter and he had did a screen capture. He was like, hey, I know this guy. And he tagged me and I'm listening to it. I'm like, so now I go yeah. and download the game and I'm like, yeah, yeah, skip, 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 skip. Yeah, skip, skip, play, skip, 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 skip. And get to the halftime and I'm listening to it and do, like, I could just pour this water on my face because that I was just like, <laughs> I yeah, was, man. I, no, it, it, cool. it blew me, it blew me away. Um, that's really cool. And then, you know, the second coolest gig is, of course, working with my team that I love. What I didn't know, so we, we moved out here in 21. And I had been doing stuff even when we were back in Florida. And it was like, hey, man, we want you to come out to the to the Monday night game. It's the first home game that people are back after the pandemic. I'm like, all right, cool. They gave us some nice seats. You know, we, we rated down. I'm like, this is going to be a good game. Lights go off. On the Jumbotron, video pops up, and I hear my voice yeah. in front of 70,000 people. I was just like, yo. And yeah. I remember taking my camera because I was just being in the moment, you know, filming stuff. And then when it came up, and I'm like, and I literally heard myself go, that's me. I, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> You know what? It's funny you say that about the parallel because, as you mentioned, I am a graduate of, of NC State, and for about seven or eight years, I was actually the voice of the university, right? I did their whole Think wow. and Do campaign. I started their, their campaign, so I did, like, the TV commercials, the YouTube pre-rolls, like, everything was, was me on it, which was awesome. And then, sure enough, we would go to a football game or to a basketball game. And, you know, they're, they're going to play the commercial for the university. Right. And I could hear me up there saying, like, NC State, think and do. And, man, I was screaming like a <laughs> child. Like, wow, that's me. And then the kids are like, Daddy, that's you. Like, yeah, that's me. Let's go. Right. And so that was just, it was really cool. And then, like, when they started playing on, you know, on TV, to have people, like, you know, message me on Facebook or wherever, like, Oh my God, is that you? Like, you're the voice of NC State. That's crazy. Um, so yeah, that uh, it's funny you say that. Now I, you know, probably wasn't seventy thousand in the stadium, but whatever. <laughs> you know, I, I can concede that. But no, it was it was a very similar experience, man. Of just like because I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. And you kind of sit. I could see if you're like, all right, guys, it's gonna play at exactly three p.m. You know, it wasn't right. that at all. It was like, hey, yeah. so did you guys get the what? Well, you know, um, but I did not have the peace of mind to like pull out my phone and record it. So I completely missed it, but I was definitely in the moment. And uh, that was very cool. Plus, you know, you're hearing yourself on like speakers that are the size of my booth, wow. you know, and you really hear like the my voice, which, you know, fairly deep voice. But you're I mean, it sounded like. Goosebumps the whole time. So, yeah, man, I'm with you on that. That's very, very cool. Yeah, it, it it was dope, and you know to have my my wife there with me, and like the guys that were sitting behind us, 
Cause they they heard that's you, dude. I'm like, hey, this the guy right here, yeah, man. It's that it, dude. <laughs> so now I got all because um I have a custom made jersey and it says Trey Mo on the back. So now these people are like, hey Trey Mo. I'm like, who the hell? The jersey. Oh, the jersey. So is it was it was it's you know still that to this day that ranks up there uh is one of those um proud moments in yeah, in, sure. in my vo career uh something you you said that that uh i wanted to touch on too so as you're listening to yourself you know like, hey, yeah i did that so other than the wife and kids do other family like hey were you just on such and such commercial because oh, that guy sounds just like you yeah. and then it's not you yes <laughs> you know what i'm gonna tell you i feel like it's 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 just the circle of life, if you will, the circle of view life, if you will, because there are a couple of people where I was kind of making my way, you know, in the industry and people would get me and like some veterans mixed up. Like, oh, is that you? Like, no, it's this new guy, Donovan. No. Um, but we joke about it, and you know, in, in person. But yeah, look, all the time, man, people are like, hey, is that you on the, on the NFL thing? Like, no, nah, that's not me. And it sounds just like you. I'm like, Okay, like it is what it is. Um, I just take it as I actually heard this is 100% true. I heard this from someone that they got direction on something that I purposely didn't get. You were the reference? Well, they know because I didn't get the audition because (laughs) part of the direction was we want a a poor man's Donovan Cornets. Like that's literally what they said was in the specs. And so they didn't send it to me because they didn't think they could afford me or whatever, you know, Uh or that I was too big for it. Um, And so you start to see certain, you know, certain elements of my delivery and tone and things Mm -hmm. that I do that gets mimicked. Um, But, you know, whatever it is, it's it's part of the industry, I guess. And um, yeah, so there's sometimes I heard I'm like, damn. Did I do that? Like, <laughs> like, wait a minute. I don't remember that being on my my calendar. Um, so yeah, it, it it's one of those things where it's it stings a little bit, mm-hmm. but it, it is the it's the biz, man. For every gig there there is, you know, you know how it is. You you're gonna not get a huge percentage of the stuff you go out for, and for those yeah. those wins, that means somebody else. Those losses losses mean somebody else won. And hey, you know what? Good for you. And I'll be honest with you, man, it was a, a reality check. I'm a very like grounded in reality kind of guy. And people that coach with me or that, that know me well know this. Every job I've ever had in voiceover, I replaced somebody else, which means mm. I'm ultimately replaceable. You right? Right. And so I don't get too caught up on who booked what and they sound like me or, oh, man, you know, I was like, oh, man, I auditioned for that. They went with that. Like, that's not what they asked for. Or damn okay yeah pretty damn good okay yeah i I like it um or it's like they they got someone that sounds exactly like me like what the hell they could have just got me you know um but you know what man i'm just gonna enjoy the ride man i'm gonna ride this wave as long as i can um because yeah man at some point my contract's not gonna get renewed at whatever client um in 2022 yeah last year was it 21 22 I lost my two biggest clients in the same year, um, just moving on to different things. Uh, maybe it's 21. But anyway, and that hurts. You notice, I mean, like, 
a big chunk. Yeah. <laughs> they they were <clears throat> both like repeat, so you're missing that monthly income. But mm-hmm. I've since you know been able to replace that with other stuff, you know. And so all that to say, yes, I hear people, and it's not me, but it's like you know that's their win. Yeah, I've I've that happened to me this year, and I was like, ooh, because I made that much just off that client, and now they're gone this year, and it's like. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Time to get, get back to the grind. Well, yeah, you know, you just keep you just keep working at it, man, because ultimately all of us are replaceable as much as we like to think, no, no, they you're part of the family and you're part of yeah. and you might be at that time, but somebody new gets hired. Until somebody, a new family like, member comes in. And then new yeah. and then somebody comes in and takes your spot. So um I'm just thankful for what I've been able to do in this industry. I'm thankful for what I've been the the life I've been able to to like give my family and and, and myself. Like I said, it's I used food stamps in my youth, man. So like, and I don't mean the cool card. I mean like the little multicolored thing that tear out of the book. <laughs> hey, you know yeah. what I mean? Didn't even look cool like a debit card. So to go from that to like I you know I have no worries about bills being paid or anything like that. And yeah. Um, so yeah, man, I, I'm just super thankful, and I've been able to meet and work with some incredible incredible people at all levels of this. I get to meet people like yourself who are doing amazing things, man. And one of the nicest guys ever when we finally met in person in Vegas um, a couple years back. So yeah, man, this is, it's a great gig, man. There, there's nothing like it, bro. It's Plus I get to hear, my, I mean, I get to hear my voice. You, everything you play, that's all real, man. And, and I could have probably sent you 20 more things. And it's like, just to be, called upon to help represent brands that have been established for decades, if mm-hmm. not more. Um, I mean, today's show is an institution. And for them to trust me with that brand, it's incredible. Yeah. ESPN and VH1, BET and, and HGTV and Smithsonian. And like, it's it's surreal. And I remember way back doing voiceovers in my dorm bathroom <laughs> for free <laughs> and thinking like, you know what? man, one day it would be cool if somebody paid me to do this, you know? And to go from that with my little Radio Shack microphone and sitting on a toilet in a dorm bathroom doing, because uh, that's the only place I thought had great acoustics was- We bathroom. all did was the bathroom. <laughs> um, and to go from that to to what we do now, man, it's it's absolutely incredible, man. And I'm, I'm very thankful for it every single day. Truly living the VO life. Yeah, man, truly living the VO life, for sure. <laughs> All right, so uh, our wrap. No, I didn't mean to get all sappy on you. Man. No, <laughs> no, man, <laughs> that's the air out of the room. But that's why when you ask me, is, is there how do we prep? I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't want prep. Yeah, no prep at all. This is all what you what you give me yeah. is what you give me, and that's that's why I like doing it the way I do it. So um, we close the segment with what I like to call uh, take time out with you, the guest. So. When you're not in the booth, and you kind of touched on it uh, earlier in in the segment, but when you're not in the booth, the mic's off, and you have a day or maybe a couple of days where there's just no marketing, no emails, no VO, how does Donovan Cornitz take time out for himself? Man, you know what? (laughs) That's a really good question because it varies based on what, what we can do. So... I'll be honest. Number one is probably going to be something involving the family, man. Like I have, have become such the like 
<laughs> I mean, you know, like the dad. You know what I mean? Like I'm that guy. Mm-hmm. I'm at my uh, one of my sons is in marching band in high school. So Friday nights now for this season, I would have never thought I was going to be involved with. Friday You're a night. band like, parent. I'm a band parent, man. And so <laughs> like you know, um, so that's what I'm doing on Friday nights: away games, home games. We're we're out there sharing. Our, what does our he team. play? So he's in percussion. So right now he's on this, the crash cymbals. Um, okay. But he's played like the toms before and, and uh, xylophone, which they call the bells. Um, <laughs> and he's played probably between middle school and now high school. He's played probably like seven or eight different percussion instruments. But right now in the marching band, he does the cymbals. Um, so, yeah, there, there's that, man. Uh, but I'm really big on trying to find unique experiences that like the whole family can enjoy. Like a few weeks ago, we did this thing called Fun Box. Okay. Where it's like the largest um, like bounce house park. Oh. And so they had it here about 25 minutes away from where I live. And it's in the, the parking lot of a mall. And I mean, this thing is massive. I, like, it's like they took a bunch of really cool things and they just Velcroed them all together. And now you have this, <laughs> okay. Like hundreds of square feet of just bouncy house type stuff climbing and jumping so we did that a few weeks ago that was really cool or i'll try some like you know weekend getaway uh you know to the mountains of georgia now that i'm i'm down here outside of atlanta um a show we went to go see mj the musical which is amazing if anyone gets a chance to see it um so stuff like that man i i find like i find a lot of joy in being able to just like you know what i want to give experiences i want i want there to be times where you could, hey man, remember when we were kids and we did that? Because I kind of had a, a, a few of those things. Actually, I had a lot of those things growing up. And so that's what I'm really big on. But when it's just me, yeah. You know what? I don't really, I don't really have anything, man. Like I, I was t- I talked to my wife about it. like I don't have a thing that I do. I don't have a vice. I don't have a hobby. <laughs> like it, it's like family stuff takes up everything. Now, what I will say is. I used to be into video games, but I just don't have time for it now. But I do have in the next room has like a little game room, and I have an arcade machine that has like sixteen thousand games on it. Wow. And so if I have a chance, I like to get on there and play some old school games because they have like all the old school arcades like up through like Capcom versus Marvel. Yeah, I mean, yes, actually, you said yes, absolutely. That's, that's my joint, man. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, I play the hell out of that, and. um you know, I played the old Ninja Turtles arcade games, and it also has all the console games up through PS One. Wow. Um, so I'll I'll be on there playing like you know stuff from Nintendo, stuff from Sega Genesis. Uh, yeah, I'm, so I'm, yeah, I'm that, gonna need that info. Uh, bro. Yeah, yeah, I got you offline. Well, I hit you up with that. Um, but look, man, so that's that's really what I do. Or I'll you know I like uh, working out, man, playing ball. I got a basketball court that we put in our backyard a half court thing. So like, I'll go and shoot around, but that's it, man. Like I, I really, I I really don't have a thing, man. I like, I don't, I don't have a thing. Um, if it's not work, if it's not family, it's really, I don't know. And I'm okay with that. I I don't, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything because I, I live a pretty good life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I know it sounds weird to say, but I don't, I don't really have a thing. I don't have a thing that I do. I I need, I need, maybe you can give me some some suggestions. I need um so need... for for me, I, I have uh several vices. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um many people know if you if you follow me on social media, 
there there isn't a grill that I, I that you know oh you have a grill well look I yeah just I see you have Stefan going back and forth going at yeah it with the so if I'm not barbecuing um I also well I still have a little bit of kid in me so I collect a lot of action figures my okay. entire room looks like somebody broke into Toys R Us and stored all the the stash here. Um, so I collect collectibles. I love vinyl. Okay. I just got some. Uh, <coughs> I just got Duran Duran for my birthday. A uh, couple of jazz albums. So vinyl because I have a a stereo player in here, and then there's one downstairs in in the family room. So. When I'm in that in in that mode or in that mood, I'll close my door if she's studying, or if it's just me here, and I will crank that mug up. Like I was listening to the Top Gun soundtrack just because, and you know, and my boy's like Top Gun. I'm like, bro, who didn't watch Top Gun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's funny you say that because you're making. So I have some NC State collectible stuff, but I don't really. I don't like I'm not, I'm not a collector like I'm not always getting something yeah but I will say if I had something close to a vice you may kind of spark something it would be like action movies I can watch this I don't I'm not one of those people that watch a movie one time and I never like anything to do with Jason Bourne oh um, I got the collection dude yeah man like I love Jason Bourne movies um like Jack Reacher John Wick, like so, all of those kinds of stuff. I can watch those movies over. What about over. Big Trouble in Little China? You know what? I last I haven't seen it since Man. it was. You know, I was. I guess what year was that? That came. Out? That was in the eighties, right? Eighty-eight, yes, maybe. Was, yes, I was eight years old, so I don't know. I have <laughs> to. I have to uh, go back and check that out. I would say like my my stuff probably starts around. Yeah, maybe late nineties to early two thousands, you know, my late teen, early twenties years. Um, I'm forty-four, so but like I didn't really I didn't really care, man. Like sports stuff didn't wasn't a thing for me until I was in college. That's how like I didn't care about college sports until I was in college and I went to a game and I was like, okay. And then I was there. My first football game I ever went to was Philip Rivers' senior year, and he was oh, amazing. Wow! Yeah, yeah. So that was my first exposure to to college football, and um, so I was hooked immediately. And now I'm NC State. Like, look, I'm gonna tell you something. Like, I got an official. Let me show you, like, NC State Lego. Oh, that's dope. That I got for being the voice of the Think and Do campaign. Like, those <laughs> are very rare. Like, not a lot of people have stuff like that. So you know, little. Yeah, I became like Wolfpack through and through. But um, yeah, man, I would say like action movies. I, I'm definitely one like wife is out of town or she's doing ladies night or, you know, the kids or whatever. They're playing their games. I'm coming down here to the basement and I'm putting on, you know, some kind of loud with explosions and car chases. Yes, sir. And it and I'm like, this is what <clears> I want to <throat> for. I want to feel these explosions, uh, at least the sound of it anyway. And uh, so, yeah, I would say that that might be the closest thing I have to advice. But, yeah, I just I don't know, man. I just don't have time. <laughs> I need to make time to have a legit vice. Now, when you're watching your movies, do you go all out? Do you get like some some snacks or drink and just like, all right, hit the surround and go for it? Or you just so, um, watch the yeah, movie? Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I don't need I don't hey, I don't need like <clears throat> corn and snacks and stuff. I mean, I, I might occasionally you know have a drink or like some snacks with. But that's not for me. That's not the experience. The experience is just being in it 
and kind of um, being in this fantasy world where, you know, guns never run out of ammo and bad guys <laughs> always miss, you know. Always, always miss. Shots. And everyone and, gets away from the explosion. Yeah, and the guy always gets the girl. And, you know, it's it's uh, you, you can hang on from a building from one hand for unlimited amount of time. Upper body strength is incredible. But um, that would be my thing now, I would say. I, I, I love, love watching mindlessly violent, like, I'm telling you, the more gratuitous violence, the better. I love it because it's such an, it's such a contrast from like my everyday life. Yeah, where I'm like, forehead kisses and homework and boof and you know stuff, something like that. Yeah, I, I, I like that's my escape. That's your your uh, secret life of Walter Mitty moment where you get to become somebody else. <laughs> yeah, I, I, man, that's that's my secret identity, I guess. You know, that I get to live vicariously through these these action stars. Um, so yeah, thank you. Just helped me realize I may I just may have a vice. See, that's what the show is for. That's what it's um, all about. You help me if you if you have Netflix, on. I w- I might suggest. Uh, Two things. One, there's a series called Lupin. Saw it, yep. Oh, well, then there you go. And then there's this French filmmaker. They make some cool action movies. And the and, and the name escapes me now, but it's, oh, what is it? Broken Bullet? Something with a bullet. But anyway, it's... it's, it's that sounds about right. That's usually something with a bullet. Yeah, something. So think Fast <laughs> and Furious, and they somehow sprinkled in john wick and put that together and it's in french you can watch it subtitles or you can hear the dub yeah. but the action like i, I got to give it to, to the french i've seen different fight sequences from different you know chinese yeah. have their fight sequences um a couple of german action films had their fight sequences but they they doing something dope in france bro oh really um when i when i remember it i'm i, I text it to you but yeah yeah i just It'll... saw kate on uh on netflix and um that is wall to wall what was it kate hmm k-a-t-e yeah man it's uh it is all vi- it's all blood and stabbing <laughs> and, and shooting and i loved it i love every second of it um has Woody Harrelson? I don't remember the woman who starred. I don't remember her name, but she was also in a, a Renaissance. Was it Renaissance Man with Will Smith when he was like with his younger self and all that yeah. stuff? Yeah. Uh, not Renaissance Man. Anyway, whatever it was called, you know the movie I'm talking about. Yeah. But it stars her, and it's called Kate K A T E. So if you want some just like blood and nonsense. I might check that out because tonight is her her long night at school, so she won't be home too. Hey, there you go. Look, check it out, man. You can you play it nice and loud, lots of just. <laughs> and you know, I love that stuff because when I worked at the video game studio, that was part of my job. I was an audio uh, sound designer, and we would do like foley. And so one of the games oh, we worked different. on, if you remember the show uh, Dexter, yeah, uh, Showtime. So we actually did the Dexter iPhone game oh okay uh, back in you know oh just had to be 2005 ish mm-hmm. 2006 no about 2006 2006 and um 
it was fun, man. Like we're stabbing heads of lettuce and cabbage and watermelons and we're like twisting celery for breaking and we're like throwing uh, cornstarch liquid against the wall for blood spatter. Like, so, uh, yeah, so like seeing it and hearing it in movies because I kind of know the process of like, you know, tomatoes and stuff getting squished and stabbed. Um, yeah, I love that stuff. I know, and like I said, I think it's because it's such a departure from who I am in my actual life. Like, I'm not about that violence. Um, although I have trained in boxing, Muay Thai, and Krav Maga, but that's neither here nor there. Just to let y'all know he don't play. <laughs> yeah, just to let you know, I, I might be dangerous in real life, but, uh, and probably Jason Bourne is behind me wanting to learn all that stuff. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's such a departure. I love it. That's so funny, man. You, you like, unlocked. You unlocked a, an achievement of, like, I might actually have a vice. No, oh, see, there you go. Well, folks, um, oh, yeah, that was a long man. tangent. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's cool. That's hey. You know what? These things happen. Uh, how can the good folks find you, sir? Well, look, man. Uh, all social media at Donovan underscore vo. That's D O N O V A N underscore vo. Uh, vo Life Clothing dot com. Um, donovanvo.com so yeah try to try to make it pretty simple for folks to find me um i don't post as often as i used to i used to do a lot of these behind the scenes videos and stuff i just i don't have time these days um it's the grind man it's the grind so but yeah man i try i try to at least post on every now and then but yeah that's how you can find me everyone um and listen out for me on the uh on the airwaves and on cable and wherever else you hear your your advertisements the pride of NC State, y'all, Mr. Donovan <laughs> Cornice. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll have to mark that, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All right, y'all, this has been another episode of Take Time Out with Trey Mosley. And um, until next time, take time out for yourself. Thanks for listening to the Take Time Out with Trey Mosley podcast, part of the Titan Media Network. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcasts. To see the video version of this, you can find us on YouTube on the Take Time Out with Trey Mosley YouTube page. Thanks for listening, or thanks for watching. Either way, we'll see you next time.